This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Here in Pittsburgh, it's a Netroots Nation. Last time we won, it was doing something together in Perth. New York, it was serious at some days. Probably, yeah. It was in the studios. And we have not been together at Netroots Nation since Detroit. Or was it? What was after Detroit? Was Detroit the last one? No. No, no. What was the last one? I can't remember. Philly was the last real. Philly. Yeah. It was Philly. We were there. It was in Philly. Okay, I'm thinking. That was three years ago. Wow. Amazing. How are you, man? Congratulations, Marcos, Melissus. Um, congratulations. First of all, 20th anniversary yes, of gonna, Daily Coast. Yeah. How's it feel? Uh, old. So, <laughs> you know, I was at, I was at the first 2006, no, 2007? 2006. 2006 was the first uh, yearly coast, which became Netroots Nation. Okay. I had my son, I went up to speak. And I had my son on my shoulder. Right. And he started screaming and crying, <laughs> right? right? He, right. Was, he, was, he was three, he was about two years old. Uh-huh. Yeah, two years old. And uh, right now my son is, is going to ranger school at Port Bending, Georgia. Unbelievable. Uh, 19 years old. And, and it just, I don't understand. So when you say 20 years, how does it feel? It feels surreal. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't feel that long. No. I mean, I, you feel... You feel the same as you felt then, though. Yeah, nothing's changed. But on paper, well, we're, 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 we're getting old and we don't exactly. realize what's happening to us, but we, it just, yeah, in the blink of an eye, right? in the blink of an eye. Your son's playing baseball, I'm like, yeah. rucking in, in the swamps <laughs> of Georgia. Now, no, that's right. And this was yearly coast. When did, what year did it change over the net routes? It was about four or five years. So okay. probably, it's out of, I don't know offhand, but it was about. Maybe 2011 or so. I just, I just, it felt weird to me. Like, I'm not a good brander, right? Okay. Any, you know, any smart branding person would have, would have loved to have an entire conference named after them. That's just not my style. Okay. For better or for worse. And because it was there, but then it, it when it became Netroots, it kind of became its own thing. It had already been, kinda. yeah. And, and the thing is, what people alone still don't understand, it wasn't always its own thing. Mm-hmm. It was just, founded and organized by members of the Daily Coast community. And we, we gave them a grant in those early days, but I didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was 2006. I didn't, I didn't, like, it was like a handful of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's just to give volunteers some tools to be able to, to do something. Right. So right. it really was this community built, funded, not give right. a platform, right? But that, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, people want to give too much credit for that. Um, it was always sort of self-directed and it was always like the passion of people that want to connect and work towards a better America. I mean, it's always been this beautiful thing. And I'm just been lucky that it happened to ha- find a home at Daily Coast in those early years. And, and folks, that's important. It, there are panels here, as some of you may have been looking at online and may be aware of. But I think, as, as I'm looking at the agenda, there are more workshops and trainings 
than just panels. I mean, all you think about, yeah, that's the thing. This is, yeah. this is resource building, yeah. information, uh, gathering and sharing is educational. This is about, you know, folks leaving here with some tools. Yeah. It's great to hear people talk about right. the issues you care about. Right, blah, right, blah, right. Blah. Yeah. A lot of the, the real nuts and bolts here are nuts and bolts. It's how to organize, how to get people to register to vote. It's how to use the tools of digital organizing in, in, in this era. So, um, a lot of it, it's actually very technical. Yeah. I mean, this, it is. this is how to win yeah. in a modern electoral battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. How's it? And, and so as always, we checking with you, how we, how we looking, you feel any better since last time we talked? Oh my God, I feel so much better. Since <laughs> we just talked like last I, I was, he was coming earlier, folks, and he had to leave <laughs> to go to the hotel. He, he had to gather his emotions because of, <laughs> um, what happened to Wesselberg. Um, I thought about you, I remember you in the morning. <laughs> about him going to Rikers Island. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, that's where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love the circus. 15 felonies. What? 15. I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, most, you know, even real big-time criminals, you get two, three, four felonies. Yeah. 15 but, felonies. But only, what, six months or something? Yeah, but I mean, four that's months. a lot of felonies. I mean, it's a lot of felonies. And, and, and Rikers, for a 77-year-old man, is not. So Good, maybe he'll go there, and in a month he'll be like, you know what, never mind, I'll testify against Donald. For us, it'd be six months. Six months of Rikers for him probably feel like 10 I mean, years. I don't even want to go there and visit somebody, so. Yeah. But, but, but no, electorally, I mean, we've had a rationing set of polls come out. Things are looking shockingly good. We're even seeing some House polls stream out, and the climate is not what Republicans thought it was going to be. Right. It's what I had been telling you might happen. I, you know, I always couch it because you never know. I don't read the future, but I thought Dobbs, the uh, elimination of Roe v. Wade, and I thought Donald Trump would both become real factors and negate the midterm curse for the party in power. And that's exactly, exactly what's happening. So we are looking really good right now um, uh, to win Wisconsin and Pennsylvania Senate races. None of our incumbents are in any real danger. That gives us the plus two that we need the heavy filibuster brings Senate. Top of that, we have in Ohio, we have Tim Ryan is 45-45. Now in a red state, undecided to generally swing uh, to whatever the state's partisan lean is, right? So in a normal year, I would look at that and go, eh, well, you know, he's, he's toast, right? Because um, it's a Republican state. It's an eight-point Trump state. This year's different, Mark. We're seeing it, and we've seen voter registration numbers, and women have a huge advantage in voter registration since the Dobbs decision. So I think things are gonna things are gonna be harder to predict this time. It's in play. Val Demings, we just saw what two polls come out where she is right. again, 45, 45 sort of place, you know, in, in the middle. Florida again it's tough. Florida 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 will never be there when we need it to be there, but we don't need it to be there this year. Mm. Right? Because already we got we, we're getting the numbers we need in other states. So Florida wants to be the cherry on top. That would be the most amazing cherry on top. And North Carolina is the other one where, where, uh, where we have a slight advantage in North Carolina. So um, we have a you know, possibility of either plus two, which gets us the bare minimum we need to make mansion and cinema irrelevant, to potentially a plus five. I mean, it, it is looking really, really good. Now, even Mitch McConnell today said, that is more likely that Republicans take the House than take the Senate because the quality of candidates matter. 
he himself just basically said that Herschel Walker, that uh, us uh, in Pennsylvania, that, that they are crappy candidates. Yeah. This is an underhanded way to say, like, Trump got us here. Yeah. All these yeah. Trumpy, Trumping candidates are, are sinking us. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Um, when you have Mitch McConnell kind of like, yeah, we're kind of asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that says something. That says something. Now, what's happening in the House, the House wasn't gerrymandered more heavily than it already was. In fact, the Democrats picked up a, a little bit, right, of an edge in gerrymandering. In, yeah, in partisan gerrymandering. So if the climate is bad enough that, that uh, Democrats are looking to make gains in the Senate, I'm not sure that we're looking to lose seats in the House. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But again, the House is a little different. The candidates are less high profile. Yeah. So it's harder to like point at like a Herschel Walker and go like to an entire, entire state of Georgia yeah. and nationally because there's fewer candidates, right? We, we're right. looking at five, to five, six competitive Senate races. Right. This would be about 30, 40 competitive House races. That's a little different. I still think you don't need, the candidates are our thing, but, I, but as much as Mitch McConnell wants to say it's about the candidates, I'm going to argue that it's about Dobbs and abortion and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And that has that has really nothing to do in the end with the candidates because Johnson, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin is doing poorly. He's won twice. He's mm-hmm. not a poor candidate mm-hmm. in the sense that you can blame him on Donald Trump, like mm-hmm. you can with Oz, like you can with Walker, like you can with Bud in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just when we think there are many more hits to come, you know, we we've been talking since January sixth. We agreed how they might not, ch- might not change many people's minds, but you, now you got this raid that almost overshadows January 6th. Yeah. Um, if you thought about that, man, listen, if, if we, let's just say, I mean, we aren't criminals, <laughs> yeah. but if we were in the White House and we were going to take something with us, we would immediately look at things that we would see as valuable, right? right? We, you know, like let's sell some of these paintings. Mm-hmm. Why would we steal nuclear secrets? People only you and I don't want to know who to call. Like, who can you? Who do you know? Or who do we know that we can say we have nuclear secrets? What do you do it? Only a professional spy <laughs> can do anything with nuclear secrets. You and I wouldn't yeah. know who to call and sell those to. My my theory. I mean, it could be that obviously with Trump, you never know. My theory is still much simpler. Is that okay. Trump likes to walk around. You know how he shows up at random weddings at Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> a wedding buster, and he's why walking around looking. Oh, I got the nuclear code. Want to see the nuclear codes? Right. Because you had Kid Rock do an interview in early 2020 where um, he's a big Trump guy. And he's saying, yeah, you know, I was at Mar-a-Lago and Trump was showing me secret yeah. documents from North Korea and asking me what I thought. And I was like, should I even be looking at this stuff? Right. right. And of course, Trump didn't, he didn't care what Kid Rock thought about North Korea. He was showing up. He was the big man. Like, yeah, I got to make a decision about North Korea. So here's, here, check out what I got to look at. So I, that's my operating theory. I mean, it could be... Trump, you know, I wouldn't put anything past Trump, particularly since, and it wouldn't even be the, the Russians, people think the Russians, the Saudis have um, designs on nuclear weapons. Right. They want to offset Iran. Like and they got the money to pay for. Uh, and we know Jared is, is tight with, yeah. with uh, Saudi Arabia. And there was even a bit of a scandal early on in his administration because they were trying to pass on nuclear secrets to Saudi uh, without going to the proper channels, right? They thought yeah. they could just like raid the the cabinetry at the Pentagon and just hand this stuff over. Right. So there's, all of this could be real. I think he's a braggart. <laughs> just I, he, he might be right. I mean, the presidential seal and all he's that. Done, 
He's dumb enough to do that and not get paid for it. You're right. <laughs> right. He, he, that's, that's a good point. He's dumb enough to do that and then go to prison for something stupid as that without even getting any money. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So yeah, you, you, you're probably, I guess what I'm asking is, does even that news, yeah. does that, is that gonna, cause it, I mean, we're not in electoral college here, but is there a percentage that'll be like, you know, it's just too much. It's the bridge too far. So there might be. And okay. if we're in the 50, 50 place in the house, right. Even a half a percent, it's going to be a difference, right. Right? Right, right. Then the other factor that I think might be more salient is that remember we always, every time we, every show we talk about suburban, white, college women, right? That's right. the one swing bones in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we've seen a swing, a little bit of a swing with uh, college-educated suburban white men. Very slight, n- nowhere near, but any movement in, in polling like that is shocking because it's so rare. I don't think the issue by itself would change things, but I think Dobbs, I think abortion oh, has got them already like, this is where are we going with this? And then Trump is a criminal. And I think it just sort of reinforces <laughs> the decision Correct. of educated white suburbanites to go like, you know what? This, this isn't really what we signed up for. We just want to lower taxes and uh, no black people in our neighborhood. And now it's just getting like, now you're affecting my rights. Um, it'll be a little facetious on the racism, but I think it's there too. I think of course. Yeah. And um, so that that's, yeah, so that's what I think. I think these things add up. And when people are having doubts, you want to throw like, that's why I want Democrats to, you know, they did the, you know, the gay marriage vote. I want them to do a contraception vote. I want all these things on the record. So these voters, each one individually, isn't going to change anybody's mind. Yeah. But in the additive, it's just going to keep introducing. And I got to say, when, when, when Republicans voted against the contraception one, that's the one they voted on before the break. Um, I was hanging out at, uh, one of the conservative subreddits and, and those like Trump Republican, um, supporters, they were confused. Mm-hmm. Like they would say things like, you know, I, I know everything that that harpy, uh, Nancy Pelosi does is corrupt and evil, but I looked at this bill and I don't see what the problem is. Why are we voting against this? And it was like hundreds of people. No, Reddit, it's like younger conservatives, right? 
but you start planting these seeds like little by little and you got to let them grow. They're not going to, nobody switches overnight. We've, we've seen studies where changing your partisanship is akin to like chopping off a limb. Yeah. Like it's that painful to admit that you've been wrong for years. Yeah. And that's why they say the parties left me. Like nobody wants to say like, I changed my mind. Right. No, it's like they changed. I right. never changed. Right. I never changed. That's right. why you, right. that, that BS. And so, yeah, you want to slowly like give them doubts. And abortion was the first one. Contraception, throw gay marriage. And I saw that Oz was attacking um, John Fetterman for smoking pot. <laughs> so... In Civic, 2022. Civics tracks attitudes yeah. towards pot. And in Pennsylvania, 70% of Pennsylvanians support um, legalized cannabis. Mm -hmm. And only about 20% oppose it in choosing another. That was a, that was a cell phone, right? We didn't have yeah. anything with that one. But Democrats could be more vocal in their support for legalization of, of marijuana and, and, and removing it from the schedules and bringing all the people incarcerated over it. Like, there's things we can do, right? Of course. Right. Just doubts, and there's not a lot of people, right? But if you're talking three, four percent, great. Now you have the fact that Republicans are are predominantly older, mm -hmm. and you have a certain annual attrition, right? So, like in a colony, basically, if they die, yeah, and we are younger, and we got to get our young people to vote, so that's its challenge. But these are all factors that are coming in play, and they are they are literally becoming extinct slowly, too slowly. That's why they're trying to do as much damage to our democracy as they are, because they realize that demographically, they've hit a dead end. Um, so all these things are important. So that's why the January 6th commission, the, the raids, they're not single-handedly going to give us new votes. What they're going to do is they're going to lock down some yeah. of that suburban educated vote that right now tends to vote Republican. And more receipts are on the way. Because, yeah. you know, do, do you release the video yeah. From Mar-a-Lago, do you release the elder affidavits? And it only, it's only going to get worse. And politically, Republicans don't want to be talking about Donald Trump getting raided by the FBI. Right. They don't want to talk about abortion. They don't want to talk about contraception or gay marriage. They want to talk. I mean, their whole campaign was built around inflation and suddenly in gas prices and all that's only starting to come down. Right. Yeah. So now they're, they're, they're confused and so, you know, defund the FBI. And what was it? Nonsense. Oh, FBI, uh, IRS agents. Other <laughs> like right. they, they're just throwing stuff up against up the wall. wall just, that will hit. But that's because their entire premise is, is the economy is something it's not looking that great for them. Yeah. And they, they, uh, put, they planted the evidence. He declared. Yeah. Right. So Donald Trump being in the news <laughs> and, and, and for the reasons he's in the news, again, it means that when a Republican shows up and just press, they're going to ask him about Donald Trump, not about what are the, Joe Biden, not about the Democrats. And Joe Biden, one of the things that's, Freaking fascinating. And I really want to dig into it um, over time. The bifurcation of Joe Biden's approval numbers with those of the Democrats running. I mean, we're, Joe Biden's in a different, he's been like relegated to like, you know, we're just going to put Joe Biden in this drawer. We don't like him. Yeah. But John Fetterman, yeah, we like that guy. Or, uh, or Mandela Barnes, we like, we like him in, in Wisconsin. Or Val Demings, we like mm -hmm. her. I mean, it is amazing how he, Joe Biden is not a drag. He's become utterly irrelevant to the campaign. Uh, his numbers are going up, but it almost doesn't matter. And in fact, it might literally not matter. So it's absolutely fascinating to see how, how the public and all that effort to demonize Joe Biden has just been for nothing. And Republicans are left with 
absolutely nothing of a campaign. So yeah, let them have to defend right. Joe Biden's cramming yeah. and talk about defunding the FBI. And then you can ask, you can ask Ron Johnson, do you really want to defund the FBI? Cause that's what your, you know, crazier part of your caucus said. And then he gets all awkward and maybe he'll say yes. And then we got material where he says no. And suddenly he's, he's, he's on the wrong side of his base. Yeah. I mean, they are in a loose, loose situation right now. Good, good. They good. deserve it too. Civics with a Q, of course, uh, Daily Coast, congratulations, 20th anniversary. Yeah. So before we go, though, um, the state of Coast, mm-hmm. these 20 years, are you pleased with what you have been able to do, even getting this started? And what are your plans for the next 20 years? Yeah. You for know, all of us? I'm, uh, Y'all remember, he was, he was going to be run for chair of the party. <laughs> that was, that was, woo. Glad I, and, and I was going to be, I, and I was going to be his sergeant <laughs> arms. That was going to be my title. Oh, <laughs> I would drag you down with me. <laughs> All go down in flames. We, we would get sucked into the abyss. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, yeah, no, it's interesting. This is something that we're really starting to explore is, is Daily Coast was built in a world where Facebook didn't exist, where Twitter didn't exist, right. where Reddit didn't exist, uh, where the web was pretty much the entire internet. Now the web is, is shrinking as a part of the internet, right? It's the app economy that's that's really even you know red is pushing everybody to their app uh my kids right 19 and 15 the only reason they would go to the web is to check google to send them back to whatever they were looking for for like a school project but they're not going to actually willingly spend time they spend all their time on youtube and instagram and snapchat and uh tiktok of course and so how do we remain relevant you're gonna do an app in the world i uh, yeah we have to we don't have a choice but this is the stuff where like, okay, there has to be a second act. Like, what are we doing for the next 20 years? Because we, I mean, we can keep being for the sake of being mm-hmm. and we, we coast along, but that's never been my style. And when you're fighting for American democracy and for a more progressive country and world, you want to remain sort of relevant in that media ecosystem. So, yeah. so, um, that's, so I don't, I don't know. Actually, we don't have the answer. We're like, we're starting to really dig into, we're going to have to have an app. We're going to have to really rethink ugh, what how to shape our content, what, uh, what may work pre-Twitter, may not work post, you know, after, post-Twitter. Right. Those are the things that we really need to see through. And, and it, it requires, so we're doing a whole metrics world, you know, deep okay. dive into our content, seeing what still works, what doesn't work, what needs to evolve, what needs to get jettisoned. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a major project. But um, I took, um, the last couple of years, I stepped back from running Daily Coast um, on a day-to-day basis so I could deal with, with some... Uh, tough family issues um, I was going through my and my my girl was going through. Uh, but now it's like things are well, my, my daughter's doing well, you know, my my son graduated, he's doing well. So now I like, I'm back in that mind space. So I go, hey, I'm, I'm ready to dig in and, and do some hard work and see how we're going to keep things nice and fresh and relevant. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Looking forward to the next 20 years. Dailycoach.com. What a treat. What a treat. Become a part of that community if you've not already. Go to netrootsnation.com. You can see some of the panels and trainings and discussions streamed here live as they happen. 
and also civics with a Q that kind of, I, I can see really seeing an app for that like tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Like it's, it's no brainer. It's, it's designed for it. Yes. You know, yeah. um, and I see people going on that to check in. If people want to know what's, what's important right now to voters. I mean, I can just see people yeah. just jumping. Up. Yeah. So yeah. You yeah, know, with beautiful maps. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, got, yeah. we got, we got, we, publicly, we have uh voter attitude source cannabis for all yeah. 50 states. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody says something like, you know, you know, the voters of Texas don't approve of marijuana. Like, no, let's go look. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's 68% of them. Yeah, I can see that. I can like, see that. That's the kind of stuff that. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yes. Happy anniversary, man. Yeah. Congratulations. So Appreciate you, my buddy. My good friend. Marcos Melissa's will here in Pittsburgh at Netroots Nation, y'all. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.